Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Pre-order at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from dumb urban legends to who did 9-11. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Matters. Mikey's not in, but with me is BMO, the audio engineer. And as always, my top unit, Key Grip, Deputy Cadet Moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Big show today. Episode 71. 71 of these already in the can. Coming up on today's show, we're going to have the debate, should sexual predators be eligible for awards? Big, big debate, and it's very topical, and I'll tell you guys why later. But uh, first, we have a recap of last week's debate, voicemail, and at the tail end of the show, we've got some headlines, as always. But I'd like to welcome our guest this week. He's a director and a filmmaker, and he said philanthropist, but maybe not. Uh, Tremaine Hayho. Tremaine, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me, Maddox and Rucka. So this is pretty exciting because this is kind of an interesting thing that's never happened before. But you just wrapped the movie Rideshare. It's your first movie, is that correct? That's correct. Now, here's something kind of interesting our fans don't know yet. And I think we can talk about this now, right? Yeah. Rucka and I are both in the movie. Yeah. Amazing. We're both actors. Thespians. Yeah, Yeah. you are. You can say Maddox Thespian now. Thespian. Well, I was before, too. I was in a movie. I I don't know if you've heard of this movie. It's called Ooga Booga. Mm -hmm. It's a horror movie. Yeah, it's right up your alley because Rideshare is a horror movie as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rucka, Rucka has a pretty big role in it. Yeah, Ooga I, mean, Booga? I don't even. No, no, I, no. Right, com, you're compared okay. to compared to Maddox in Rideshare, like you barely snuck him in. Like you, you, you can blink and miss Maddox in this movie. But me, I'm in a scene. I'm with uh, probably one of the most beautiful girls in show business today. She plays my wife, uh, Caitlin O'Connor. Woo, she was all over me. She is beautiful. I met her at the premiere. Yeah, yeah we red saw carpet. It. And uh, yeah, and Rucka, I would say Rucka in the movie is Rucka. Uh, I think your your personality, your character is is pretty much just you, right? Um, I mean, yeah, that's how good the acting is. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, yeah, this girl really was all good. over you. You seemed annoyed. I mean, it's a, yeah. spot on. <laughs> <It's> literally, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly right. Yeah, living things annoy me. Yeah. So Tremaine, this is exciting. The movie is getting distribution potentially. I mean, it's still everything's up in the air. Potentially, everything's up in the air. Yeah, we're in talks. And uh, for an indie movie to get that kind of attention that it's gotten so far, it's it's pretty cool. This is probably one of the most highly uh, discussed, acclaimed movies probably uh, in quite some time. And uh, long story short, it was supposed to come out Friday the 13th of this month, the other day. However, due to negotiations with some major distributors, it's on hold. And that, that, this could be big. That's correct. It could be big. Or they could say no again, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, um, you well know. one important thing we've neglected to mention is what the movie's about. Uh, <laughs> so we should mention that this is a movie, and this is this is really interesting. It's a movie about uh, someone who drives a rideshare service, kind of like Lyft and Uber and whatever, you know, but in this fictional universe, it's called, uh, what was it? Hitch? It's called Hitch. Hitch, yes. that's right. And he murders people who annoy him. So I think the voice of the character is very much in line with my voice because the things that annoy him are the things that annoy me. And there are some nods to some real-life events that have actually happened that have made some headlines. 
around the web. I can't wait for people to see this movie and see what uh, you know if they can pick those out. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think it was a lot of fun. It's very interesting. It's a new. It's a different take on a on a horror movie because it's not very gory. It's not very uh, you know. It's not like a slasher movie or anything like that. And the main guy has a really interesting, weird affect about him too. The way he talks, it almost sounds like. Um, Oh, uh, Mr. Plinkett. Plinkett, uh, yeah. Or is it Plinkett or Plunkett from uh, Red Letter Media? Red, yeah, Red Letter Media, which is uh, one of my favorite series. You guys should check it out if you guys haven't, but it's amazing. That yeah. is hilarious. Brad, I love that Bradley season. Laberman is the actor. Uh, star of the movie. G- good friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have him on. Yeah. Anyway, something to look forward to, guys. Check it out, right, Chair? You'll, you, I guess you will find out. Pretty much the same time yeah. everyone does, where where it's going to be distributed. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's well, going to be we'll have you or... back on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely, guys, guys. This is not Ooga Booga, okay? This is like a really good movie, okay? okay. You know what? Ooga Booga <laughs> is a great movie. <laughs> Tremaine, you should. Uh, this is a franchise. This Ooga Booga, it's a franchise begging for a. a, a a, re- a reboot? Reboot. A reboot, okay. <laughs> even all a re- right. Even I'll a have to check out Ooga Booga. Either all-female cast or something. Okay. <laughs> something yeah. needs to be done Female with empowerment <laughs> yeah. needs to happen. Maybe, uh, maybe a sequel, you know? Uh, do you die in it, Maddox? I don't remember. It was such a... I blocked out that whole experience of watching that, that <laughs> you, abortion. You know what? The, oh. the, the audience is led to believe that I do die in the movie. Ooh, however, however, oh. however, to be continued, question mark. Question. Oh, hey, that's, you don't yeah. know. Yo, maybe. yo, doesn't the guy... Doesn't the, the black guy initially die and... and and fall into the body of this toy. This yes, clay correct. Toy. Yes. What if when you died, you come back as the most offensive <laughs> Armenian action figure ever devised? <laughs> wow. Oh my God, that's uh, a concept. Uh, right Uga Booga right. Two, wearing a tracksuit. Uga Tuga. Uga Tuga. Tuga. Oh my gosh, Jermaine. Glendale City. I'm going to talk to Charles. Charles Band. He's the. He's the famous. Charles, you work with Charles yeah, Band. Charles uh, Band. Full Moon. Full, full Moon, moon Productions. Pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that's actually that's he's actually a hero of mine. He's a legend. Lo- low key. No, he. Well, himself, who wouldn't be he, after working on Uga Booga? Yeah, he he has he's done a lot of he did a Ginger Dead Man. He's done like a lot of these. Mm-hmm. He pumps movies out like yeah. he literally does. I think he does like four weeks and he has a movie written, produced, directed like and up. You know, he wow. has his own platform. Hard to believe stuff. with a movie Full like Moon, Ooga Booga. Full okay. Moon Features, okay. dude. Full Moon yeah. Features. Full I'll Moon have features, to I'll yeah. definitely check out Ooga Booga. Full yeah. Moon is legendary. Charles they created Puppet Master, Reanimator. Yeah, they Puppet did, Master. Uh, yeah, uh, just classic, classic. Castle Freak, that's one of the first movies I, I mean, saw. I mean, the only Moon. one of those I've seen is Ooga Booga, and I refuse to believe that one took less than 10 years to write. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. for First honest thing you You're said welcome. all night. Hey, there yeah. you go. There you go. I'm excited about this. Yeah, Ooga Tuga. I'm going to talk to Charles. This could be I would love to work maybe an associate producer yeah. because some, fucking, oh, no, fucking you're writing, uh, you're, writing and directing your oh, movie, I love bro. to make it okay Dude, there's like they're they're on like Ginger Dead Man 17 so I don't know Yo, <laughs> I don't I would, uh, we gotta have the, the ride share Ooga Booga crossover at some point oh my yeah. gosh Dude, yeah. yeah Charles Van though no joke like definitely a hero of mine he's yeah. doing something that I definitely want to do you know yeah but, working with Maddox uh, that's what he's working doing working with Maddox exactly alright well we should talk about the debate from last week and Tremaine I want to get your thoughts on this because last week we debated what is the dumbest urban legend of all time and we debate what do you have one off the top of your head what's a dumb urban legend a dumb one first thing that comes to mind was Loch Ness Monster I guess but that's not really Loch Ness really no, that's an a dur- yeah that's okay. an urban legend because it hasn't been well, proven actually, I'd have to it would have to be I'd have to say Bigfoot I'm sorry. Bigfoot. I'm sorry oh, for Bigfoot I know there's like there's like a whole community of people that love Bigfoot that's right but like I know 
behind the scenes about Bigfoot, how that started. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I wish you were on last week because one of our, our audio engineer, Mikey Bolts, he brought in Bigfoot as his urban legend, the dumbest of all time. Okay. I, yeah. I agree with him. Yeah. That's pretty... It, it, I mean, unless I, there's a dumber one. Well, here's what I brought okay. in. Okay. And okay. this one lost. My urban legend lost. It was it voted dead last for the dumbest. Maybe because it's not that dumb. Maybe because it's plausible. But it's the girl masturbating with a hot dog. Have you heard of that? I have not heard of this urban yeah. legend. So this girl, all right, and I the first time I heard of this, I, I I was in Utah, I think in junior high, and some kid came up to me. He's like, hey, man, yeah, there was this girl at my old school, huge slut, and she was at this party, and she was so horny. She masturbated with a frozen hot dog, and it broke off in there, and she died. And like, so, you know, some crazy, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And then I went to high school, and someone told me the same fucking story from about another girl from a different school who used a Coke bottle. And I'm like, wow, so it's bullshit. This is an urban legend. And that's the first time I learned what an urban legend was or heard of one. Uh, so that was dead last, number four. Number three was Avril Levine is dead. Our guest Caitlin Hall last week brought in that urban legend that Avril Levine is dead. Okay. Because a lot of people think that she was replaced with a double, a lookalike a long time ago. She, was her lookalike named you know, Avril? My, my Avril, question is, is why, Avril my too. question is why is it always got to be so complicated? You know, yeah, yeah. With these urban yeah, it doesn't have to be. Just yeah. use a hot dog and masturbate with it. Mm-hmm. And then number two was Bigfoot. That was yours, Tremaine. Hey. But the number one dumb urban legend of all time is that Coke is toxic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Was that yours? That was Rucka's. Um, yeah. I I didn't even say that it was that it, that it being toxic was the urban legend. It probably is toxic if you drink it a lot. Well, what would you say? It, what, how would you phrase your your that urban if legend? you leave a fucking nail in a cup of coke, the nail will be gone the next day. Yeah, I've heard that day. too. I've also heard it's used to clean driveways. Like yeah. I, I've also heard like if you pour it on pork loin or yeah yeah that that's like worms true. come out and stuff what? like maggots and stuff. No, have you heard of that? No, yeah. you use it to brine. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, what the fuck no. kind of pork are you eating, dude? Trigger, trigger. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. you put I, I, it's on YouTube, guys. Check it out. Yeah. people pour a Coke a cola mm-hmm. can on this pork chop. And uh, maggots come out. Well, like, maybe because like, it's a rotten fucking piece of meat. It, it could be. It could be. Yeah, don't confuse. So maybe it's an urban legend. <laughs> maybe don't confuse Maddox by with words like YouTube. He he hasn't been on there in a while. Oof. Oh, oh cuts. wow. Trigger. Yeah. Trigger. Ass. Uh, coming though. Lots. Yeah. A lot of new videos coming now that my book is done and it's finally fucking coming out. Dude, by congrats, the time. man. Congrats. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you this so much. Comes, it's a physical well, thing. The the book comes Absolutely. out what day? It's actually by the time you listen to this show, this episode, it comes out tomorrow. Right. And if you're listening to it on any day other than Monday when it's released, it it should already be out. The link is on Amazon. It should be in every bookstore. Uh, should be on every bookshelf. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Book you can stand. get it everywhere. I worked on this for two years. It's finally coming out. I'm yes. super excited about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Coke Coke is toxic. I guess that was the urban legend. And we talked about, so you do, you can brine pork with uh, with Coke. And I've made some really delicious pulled pork with Coca-Cola. Really? Brine. Oh, yeah. Maggots didn't come out. No maggots because okay. I didn't use fucking rotten meat. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> My trick is not rotten meat. Oh, yeah, okay. that's I'll a huge, that's that a huge tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a Maddox cooking tip. And the other thing about Coke being so good to clean driveways and shit. Have you ever been to a fucking Seven Eleven? That shit looks disgusting. Everyone's spilling Coke outside true. all the time. It looks dis- it's the most disgusting thing I've ever Why? seen. True. My- myth debunked right there. Mythbusters. Yeah. When people come out of Seven Eleven, they're carrying their big fucking the big uh, slurpy oh, big gulps. Yeah. on the yeah, floor. They're spilling shit everywhere. Yeah. The, the front of a Seven Eleven. 
looks like a massacre. A massacre of candy. It looks like what I imagine a theater floor would look like if you turned on the lights. After the premiere. Mm-hmm. By the way, the yeah. theater after the premiere was not, they weren't happy with us. Really? What? Yeah. Why? Apparently, people were, quote unquote, drunk and, quote unquote, loud and uh, loud. having a good time. What do so, you mean? And we, we were 15 minutes late. So, and then she said, we were the worst audience ever. And what? I verbatim. Yeah, this is all the worst audience crazy. ever. Crazy. Wow. So, everyone, even though everyone had a great time, everyone yeah. had a blast. I think wow. we were 15 minutes late. She got mad about well, that. Well, we started the movie like two hours late. Well, yeah, like a little bit late, a little bit yeah. late. But you know what? You got to warm everyone up. You know yeah, but I mean? how how are we the other than starting late, which the audience had nothing to do with? How do, how are we a bad audience? See, that, that's yeah. that's a personal attack. It, it was. It, I felt personal because like you yeah. make fun of my audience, make fun of that's me. Your people, you know, bro. that's my people. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of bad audiences, I got some voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I got a bunch of voice. This one's a fan correction. Right out the gates, I got a fan correction from last week because they talked about how nobody knows what authors look like. Because unless an author is super famous like me or J.K. Rowling, nobody really knows what they <laughs> look like. Like Michael Crichton. And uh, anyway, here's a caller calling in for a correction. Michael Crichton is dead, you dumb fuck. Okay, thanks, idiot. Yeah, thank you for the fucking... <laughs> you... Or is it an urban legend? Is he still alive? Yeah, I what, honestly don't know. And yeah, I looked, no I looked him up. No one knows. I looked him up afterwards because I after <laughs> I recorded that episode, I was I was curious. I was like, yeah, I've never seen Michael Crichton. It's like a cashew nut. Have you ever seen a cashew nut that's in its shell? Mm, no. No. Nobody has because they're, they're, super, they're super poisonous, I guess, and they never mm. send them in stores with the cashew shell on. So you've never seen a cashew shell and you've never seen Michael Crichton. So I decided Holy to Google Michael, Michael Crichton to see what he looks like. Turns out he's really handsome. He's just like a handsome older dude. I don't know if he's dead or not. I thought the caller was going to say there's a goddamn picture of the author on the sleeve of every fucking book. Yeah, there should, is there there's a picture that. of you on the sleeve here? Oh hell yeah, dude! Check out the oh, jacket, the back jacket. Let's yeah, get the back jacket over oh, here. The back book flap. There it is. Let's oh see. my Can gosh, on his throne where yeah. he should be oh, in, in the jeans, yep. in the sneakers. You know, a ripe fifteen-year-old picture. Wow, yeah. it's He's not fifteen-year-old shithead. <laughs> not even, it? not even five. I've seen that picture before. Dude, that's <laughs> a great throne. <laughs> yeah, my man. second book. on the throne. Thanks, man. That's my throne. You see my throne. I have. I have seen the throne now. That is. That is impressive. It's a big throne. Very yeah. impressive. Thank throne. you. I do have a big, big throne. Now, the, the Dude, pit- who's going to forget about that? I mean, honestly, they, they open up. If someone like Random Joe and like Barnes & Noble sees, fuck whales. Like, what? I love whales. And they go in the back. Like, who the hell is this author? Yeah. And they're like, okay, all right. I'm going to get right. this book because yeah. the king wrote this book. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. Like, every single page of that book has something on it. <laughs> it, every- does, it does look good. I know I, Thanks, discourage, I discouraged you every step of the way Absolutely. in writing this. I said, who fucking reads anymore? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> you, including you, nobody reads books. I fucking read. <laughs> but, uh, dude, it's a fucking, look, it's lit, bro. Yeah, Thanks, this man. is legit, Damn. dude. I've, so I've, awesome. I've got one. It, it looks great in my house. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine I'll... I'm, it's on my list. Yeah, you know what? But who cares about reading it? I have it. It looks you good in my it. house. It looks I, good on I your will, shelf. Yeah. I will know. I will know. I put in... There's something in the book. Yeah. I will know whether or not Rucka has read it. Okay. And, and I'm going to find out pretty soon because fans are going to read it and they're mm. going to fucking call your shit out yeah. before you read it. And yeah. I know it's going to happen. If if I get a if I get a voicemail from a fan who read what, what they're referring to in the book before you do, <laughs> you're fucked. You're fucked, I'm buddy. I'm fucked. Yeah. 
Oh no! That's right. You're getting a demotion. demotion. You're getting a demotion on the show. Demotion. Demotion. Yeah. Oh my god! You don't read a book. You, you gotta get read demoted. this book, dude. Yeah. Start, get to well, read. We'll see. We'll Marketing. see what happens. Marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hear that, everyone? You don't yep. read this book. You're getting a demotion. You're getting yeah. A demotion. Can't, can't get a demotion. That's right. So read. Yeah. Well, it'll be. Read, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. And yeah. anyway, I think someone will call in and, and point it out before Rocket yeah. does. But here's another voicemail. Oh, this one's a famous caller. Every now and then, Tremaine, we get some really famous callers into the show. Oh wow. Yeah, this one's really famous. Hello, Maddox. This is the one and only Alexander Hamilton. Whoa. I'm just calling you to let you know that you're a huge asshole. Okay. I will have you know that New York is the place to be in this country. Mm. It is filled with nothing but the most delightful weather, the most delightful activities, and the most delightful people. You tried to defend L.A., and I have to tell you, L.A. is shit. It is filled with shitty people, Shitty ideas, shitty everything. Although you are an asshole, and although I disagree with you on what you've said about New York, I still love your work. And I will be buying your book for me and the buddies. Pass around. Again, this is Alexander Hamilton. Love the show. Keep up the great work. You asshole. Wow. wow. What, a, what wow. a terrible, you know, because at the time he recorded that voicemail, yes. L.A. was Indian territory. Was, what, right. what a terrible thing to say about them. Yeah. Better weather in New York than uh, L.A. You get, mm-hmm. We heard it here first, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, which I will be in New York this week. When you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to be in New York. So you can confirm. I can confirm. And I will be on Michael Malice's show on Compound Media. It's called You're Welcome, Y-O-U-R, Welcome. So check that out, guys. It'll be recording on Wednesday, and I think they had they posted on the website as well. But I'll be on Michael Malice's show on Compound Media. Very cool. And also coming up in November, I'm going to be on the Adam Carolla show. Oh my gosh! Woo! Wow! Yeah. Oh shit! Lots coming up. That's my, awesome. my childhood dream. Congratulations there. Yeah, That's I'm super excited. That's to meet big him. time. I've been listening to Carolla since I was uh, what 16, 17 years old, maybe. When, when was he on Love Like Right around that time, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, oh yeah. Ninety six through 06. Yeah. So Dude, I was listening to him show. basically when I was in high school. So wow. I've been listening to that guy forever. Wow. Um, here's another voicemail from Weird Matthew McConaughey. So last week, we had a story on about some flutes in Southern California that were tainted with semen. And these oh. were flutes that were they were sending out to school districts. Well, I got a very suspicious... <laughs> I got a very suspicious call from Weird Matthew McConaughey. The timing is a little odd on this, but all listen right, to this. All right, all right, all right. Hey, guys. I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for all the support. Um, but I got to close my flute and recorder repair shop. Um, there's just been problems. Thank you. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> bent up about that. Very suspicious. Ah. Very suspicious call. Uh, and then we got one. These calls keep coming in because Rucka has some oh, no. interesting theories about breastfeeding. Here's another caller about that. Listen to this. Just discovered this little fun fact, and please excuse the sound of my voice as I have a cold. Uh, breastfeeding allows a baby to give germs to the mother so that her immune system can respond and synthesize antibodies for the baby. You wow. fucking dolt, Rucka. Yeah, that's what, pretty, that's that pretty badass. What does that mean? That, mean, that means it's the mom's body produces the anti antibodies, antibodies. for the germs that the baby has, oh. thus making the baby immune to those germs th- from the mother's antibodies. How did, how did the baby get immune? 
because the mom the, is passing the antibodies mom. in the milk. Oh, from breastfeeding. eating what came out. Yeah. So, so he, we're, we're proponing breastfeeding. First off, caller, give us your name and, you know, <laughs> don't just hide behind your, your cold voice. Second of all, you just found this out, but you expect me to know it. You, ju- you didn't know it 10 minutes ago. And third of all, all I said was, let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> sounds like we've got some new information. So sounds like breastfeeding is back on. All right. Hey, All right. hey we're back. I'm not back. anti-breastfeeding. We're I was back. just saying, like, maybe we should revisit this. It just seems like an archaic no, tradition that we're holding on to. But one step forward, two steps back, Rekka. That's <laughs> uh, here's another. I'm co- a scientist. Oh, yeah. He is, apparently. <laughs> we got Rekka Science Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's another caller. Rucka. So speaking of Rucka being a scientist, <sighs> all right, this is, a, this is a caller making a just a, a slight little uh, correction for you, Rucka. Here you go. Yeah. All right, this message is for Rucka. Uh, apparently, he doesn't understand why testicles are not inside the body. Uh, he's not very good at science, so let me explain it to him. Uh, <laughs> testicles need to be like below body temperature, so that's why. Yeah. Why? Okay. That's why. That's why. That's why do they need to be below body temperature? So your sperm don't die. Yeah, sperm and die in in the heat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but why? Like, why though? Why? It's why don't your sperm? So so that the human race can continue. Yeah. Carrying- no, I'm saying why don't why do sperm? Why can't they handle the heat? You, you gotta ask uh, the creator. Right. So, like, I'm just saying, like, why did we evolve this way? Was oh, my you're, you're criticizing the human body now. This is for, for evolving I don't remember this way. what I said. People you said- hold on to every little thing. Okay? You said you yeah. said you like to tuck your balls into your body because... You- what? I said that? Uh, I, I do believe that was an it exact quote. It doesn't sound quote. like something I would like yeah, to do. Yeah, we should go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> I, I think, no, I had like a, like a, I had like a whole thing. I remember I was like... Why now? I now I get why our balls need to hang outside of outside of us. Is that what you said? And I, there was a reason, mm. but now it sounds like we have the reason. It's, yeah, we have the reason. Anyway. It's nothing you said. Found yeah. the reason. Yeah, because because cum dies when it gets too hot. That's why, idiots. Right. Yeah, well, and that's the that's the technical term. Yeah, yeah. Well, scientific. Good, mm-hmm. good thing it's hanging out there. Yeah, it's hanging yeah. out there. All right, it's sterile. You don't think there could have been a better way though? Like nature couldn't provide us with a with a better system than having our most fragile uh, body part just hanging there in front of us. Yeah, but at least it's it's protected by your thighs. I got these big beefy thighs, Tremaine. You yeah, see my you thighs? Go. I have seen your thighs. They're yeah. beefy. Yeah, yeah. Big my thighs. thighs will protect. It's like a fucking uh, Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fort Cox. That's what Fort it is. Fort Cox. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I suppose if you're, near being, my balls. if you're being attacked from the side, then yes, they won't be able to reach your balls. Yeah, but if someone comes to attack me from the front, from the front. look, I just twist real quick to the twist. side. Uh-huh. Or right. you tuck your balls between your legs like Rucka. Yeah, Rucka or, or like here. Rucka, Apparently yeah. so. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Where, where Rumors else would your from... balls be on your body for them to be cool so that your sperm doesn't die? Your earlobes? <laughs> that, that, would be, that would be weird. Rucka with balls all over his ears? Maybe... If evolution was a little bit more efficient, maybe if we waited a couple billion more years before we started adjusting the environment to suit our comfort, maybe our balls would have evolved to the point where they are inside of us. Hold mm-hmm. on here. And but on the inside of the balls where the sperm hang out, there's like an in, ingrown uh, air conditioner oh. that keeps them cool. Uh huh. Like a cooler. Mm, like a, yeah. like. Yeah, like, like insulation. Mm. You get insulated balls. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, listen, if any callers can help out Rucka with getting balls inside his body, <laughs> please let us know. 
<laughs> but we should we should move on to the debate from this week. Uh, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. With me is my top unit, Key Grip Deputy Cadet Moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And we don't know for how long. We'll see. And then Tremaine, let's hear your buzzer. Trigger. There it is. And here is mine. If you hear a buzzer from any of these fine gentlemen or myself, that means that somebody has disagreed with someone else. We're calling each other out. But on to the debate this week, guys. Harvey Weinstein is the co-founder of Miramax, which produced Pulp Fiction, Clerks, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and a bunch of other really famous movies. He was recently outed in a New York Times article in which he was accused of paying off sexual harassment accusers for decades. It's a big, big story made ripples in Hollywood. Since the explosive article was released, there's even audio of Weinstein aggressively trying to get a model into his room. Have you guys heard this audio? Have not heard the audio. Oh boy, have you heard it, Rucka? No. Okay, I'm gonna play a little bit of it here. Uh oh. It's a little, it's a little disturbing. I'm gonna play a bit of it though, just so you get an idea of what was going on. Listen to this. I know, but I don't want to. Please sit there, please. One minute. No, I ask I can't. You. Go to the bathroom. Please, I don't want to do something I don't want go to. Go to the bathroom. Come here, listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. You'll never see me again after this. Okay? That's it. So she's standing outside. It sounds like the hotel hallway, and he's trying to con- convince her to come inside the hotel. And the tape continues. It's about two minutes long. I'm not going to play the full thing, but listen to this. If you embarrass me in this hotel, I'm not embarrassing stay. you. First it's just walk. that I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I mean, don't have a fight with me. It's not nice. Please, I'm not going to do anything. I swear, my children. Please come in on everything. So, I swear my children. Yeah, I swear my children. It's so fucking creepy, this this tape. And so he's trying to coax her into the room, and what he normally does is he goes into the room, gets naked, hops in the shower, uh, asks them to, to watch him masturbate or some other shit and get massages and all sorts of stuff. And she goes on, She, I guess uh, in this tape you hear that she, that he groped her the night before, and she said, yeah, well, actually, I'll play it. Listen to this, this part here. This is really creepy what he says. I'm a famous I'm, guy. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right Please now. Please come in now. And one minute. And if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, well, you can go. I used to you touch my priest. Oh, please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. Are you used to, to that? Yes, come in. No, but I'm not used to that. I won't do it again. Come on. Sit here. Sit here for a minute, please. No, I don't want to. If you do this now, you will embarrass me. But no. Never call me again. And then so immediately goes to manipulation and guilting if she refuses. It says, okay, bye, never call me again. And then he tries to fuck over their careers. It's really fucked up. Why would he be embarrassed if she left? Because I guess... It um, looks like she ran away from him or something. I mean, don't people leave hotel rooms all the time? uh, Yeah, there's there's a lot more to this this tape and a lot more to these allegations. I mean, there's just a ton here. And this has been explosive. His wife is leaving him. He's finally admitted to uh, some of these he allegations. He has a hot wife, too. Like, yeah. Why is he doing all this? I mean, why with, is he doing it any, just on pragmatic uh, grounds? Like, why does he need to beg this one girl to get in his room? He's he's a billionaire. He's a he's Harvey. Is he a billionaire? I mean, he's very he's wealthy. up there. Yeah. I mean, he's behind every big movie. Like, Weinstein is like one of the Huge. big. Yeah. Three, one of the big five. Oh, yeah, he's huge in Hollywood. And for this, for people to be coming out and speaking out against him now is it, it does take a lot of bravery. This is like, it doesn't get much bigger than Harvey Weinstein in Hollywood. True. Uh, especially in Hollywood, a town that is so fickle and is entirely, it's very small. Hollywood is a very small town. So uh, if you burn the wrong bridge, that's pretty much it. You're you're done. Your career is over in Hollywood. And that's what these the repercussions are here of potentially coming out against a very powerful man like this. Had so many people not come out at the same time, 
we may not be in this. And very, very uh, huge A-list celebrities are now coming out and saying, oh, yeah, he was inappropriate towards me, this and that. And the a- accusations vary from uh, – it sounds like the most common thing was he would he would ask girls to come into his hotel room, undress, and then have them either massage him or he would grope them or he would masturbate in front of them. Just He's got to be, like, drunk like with that. power. Like, yeah. he's so used to people, like, kissing his ass yeah. that, like, he just he, – he can't accept that, like, one girl won't. Right, I, I feel like for every one that won't, there's like fifty that would. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's the same not thing. Not saying with... that they do that, but I mean, I know how a lot of. I, what I, did Rucka I, do to get? Him yeah. to your movie? I mean, we'll talk about that later. It's confidential. But, uh, <laughs> did you ask um, him not to leave to not to embarrass you? Yeah, I'm like, come on, Rucka, don't don't yeah. embarrass me. So, so this uh, this whole Weinstein thing that happened, uh, you know, still repercussions are happening. He was supposedly suicidal a couple days ago. That's what TMZ reported. Jeez. He was he was making a phone call. But again, this is I mean, just listening to that tape sounds very manipulative. Uh, sounds like it might be another manipulation strategy with a guy like Weinstein. And 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 again, it harkens back to Cosby, where. <laughs> You have some of these people who are super successful, super <laughs> yeah. successful, super rich. Mm-hmm. They have every connection in the world. They're A-list celebrities. They don't need to do anything like this because it should be simple to find, to meet people. Mm. Yeah. And yet they do. So it's got to be some like weird power tripping thing, right? But anyway, that leads us to the debate this week because now the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences are discussing whether or not they should make Weinstein and his movies ineligible for awards. So the debate this week is, should sexual predators be eligible for awards? That is the debate. Now is your chance to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. I'm curious what you guys think before and after listening to this debate. Uh, it's it's one that we haven't really had to consider very much before now. But this is something that's actually happening, and now the Academy Award is thinking about punishing him for his uh, misconduct. Tremaine, I'm going to let you take first stab at this debate. What do you think? Should sexual predators be awarded should, should should they be awarded? Jeez. No, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> should, should go with no. Go let's with no. This. You let's go with no. You Make go with no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Should should sexual predators be eligible for awards? That's the debate. I I think they lose their eligibility once they do what they did. So I would say no. Okay, so I'm going to make a clarification here, just for new listeners of the show. I'm going to argue the other side of the debate, no matter what I truly believe. So I'm going to argue that, yes, they should be eligible for rewards, okay, okay? no matter what I truly believe. I'm Even though he that truly believes that, too. <laughs> <Get> the <fuck laughs> out there. there, ass. Uh, you know what, though? But let's let's debate this. This is an interesting topic. I think it's very topical. It's very... It's going to be a hotly debated one right now because that's what the Academy of uh, what what are they called? The, whatever motion the fucking picture, motion picture sciences, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's what's happening right now. Which, by the way, snubbed me in two thousand what eleven so, or something Ooga when Ooga Booga came out. Yeah, they did snub you. Oh yeah. wow, huge upset. Is that about <laughs> a sexual predator type thing, or is that they just snubbed you anyway? There, they just snubbed us. I mean, oh. there was there were you know there were some uh, some sexual themes in the movie. You think? <laughs> That if that guy, creator or director of your movie, got was was out there harassing women, that you st- should still be eligible for best actor? It was, it, would I if yeah. if I was in a movie mm-hmm. where the director was accused of some kind of sexual impropriety? Yeah, would would I be eligible? Or the studio. Well, that's the question. That's the difference. Oh, so you're saying I see. no? Okay, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I my my understanding was that anything that he's directly personally involved in, like mm. for getting an award, like he shouldn't. But the work can almost stand on its own where if he's just giving the green light to it and there's a bunch of other producers, directors behind it, and I think maybe they should still be able to get an award even though he all he did was 
to the green light. But if he was behind, if he was behind it okay. all, then no. All right. Well, listen. Here's the debate because they're talking about completely eliminating Weinstein from the Oscars, like anything that Weinstein Studios right. have been behind. Right. They're talking about completely taking them out of the uh, eligibility. Right. So one, you need to pick a side for that okay. debate, and then he takes the other side. Well, I'll stick. I'll stick to the side. I'll stick to the side. Right. No, they you shouldn't. said no. He should. Yeah. He shouldn't be eligible for a debate because what? It's a heinous crime that he committed. Heinous right? crime. A heinous man. crime. It's horrible. Cr- Her- Everybody terrible. agrees. Terrible crime. But why should the entire staff, the entire production, everyone who worked so hard and poured their their uh, blood and sweat and tears into making those movies, why should they all be punished because of one man? Well, it sucks. It's almost like one rotten apple spoils the whole bunch. So that's not know, that's he, not true at all. Really- you fucking pick the rotten apple out. There it is. There it is. There's the rotten mm-hmm. apple. I'm not gonna eat that one. That's not the one I'm gonna put in my pie. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But you what still if it was in the pie? The good ones? But what was well, in the in pie? The, in this is case, that pie gonna win any awards? No. Tremaine, exactly. In this case, you've got a a, a healthy tree. With a bunch of healthy, good apples, yeah. and you're completely eliminating the tree because the Armenian that owns the orchard uh, is a sexual deviant. No, he's not. No, no, okay, okay, okay. What? Trigger. No, okay. The tree itself, uh-huh. let's say all the apples are good, but the tree itself has become rotten from the root. What do you do? Do you, do you give the award to yeah, the tree that, that's because the, of the apples? No, Tremaine, that means you can't pick any good tree, good apples off that tree. But what tree? if that's the apples are still analogy. good? The tree the studio sucks, is the, apples the are root so of, the, of, the, of the movie. The studio are, are the ones who green-lit it and, and They are the root, in. though. They're, everything lives and dies really? on the, the root of is, the studio. Is a, which studio is the root of Rideshare? Well, uh, hey Ho Studios. Right, it's hey your, your studio. Exactly. Good point. No, no but l- listen, there's there's crew, there's people, mm-hmm. there are caters, there are yeah. people who work on lighting, on mm, sound, true. on color grading, yeah. on editing, yeah. on on uh, scouting, location scouting, line producers, executive producers, audio engineers. There's so many people who go into making a movie. If one man fucks up on that movie, you're saying that everybody gets a black Well, the, only if the one man is in charge of all of it. You, so you're saying like yeah. Harvey so if Weinstein. it's like the PA, if the PA is like touching women or whatever, like yeah, I mean fire the PA and then the movie should still win awards. You know what I mean? But if it's Weinstein, if it's the head of it, but he's know. not the executive producer. He's he's the studio guy. He probably will never see the movie. No, Weinstein is the executive Weinstein. producer. Oh, Weinstein? Yeah, he no, he's not. Weinstein. He, he's you the guys executive don't even know he, what he is. He's, he's a. He's, it's his studio that's behind. You know what? Do you know how you? Know? Yeah, he is an executive. Well, he's an executive producer in the way that he green lights it and, and oh, he gets okay. the money. Right, he he's an executive producer, yeah. which is like a figurehead, but he's not a right. producer. Right, he is a producer. No, he's, he's not. He produces. All he does is push against the director and try to uh, take out all of the creativity and make it more marketable. So if the director says, "Hey, here's how the movie should be." Weinstein or whoever the studio happens to be goes, oh, no, 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 no. Let's go safe. Let's have a fucking dinosaur. Let's have a fucking uh, talking dog. Yeah. Let's have an Armenian. Uh, Whatever it is that the audience (laughs) wants to see. It's always Armenians. Yeah. Look, criticize Weinstein for being a sexual predator. Criticize him for being a creep. Criticize him for having a neck beard, which, by the way, he fucking does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, the, it's always the yeah. neck beard. And the near dead giveaway. Because you know what yeah. else happened? You know what else happened the same fucking week? Mm. And this is a smaller... I, I don't think people outside of YouTube and people outside of Hollywood would even know about this, but Andy Signore, I think that's how you pronounce his name, he was one of the heads at uh, Screen Junkies. He was one of the big producers of the YouTube series Screen Junkies and mm-hmm. Honest Trailers. Uh, when when I say Honest Trailers, that's when people's eyes light up because everybody's seen those Honest Trailers. They're funny, really well, funny. Well, he just got outed as being a creep, too, to multiple women and uh, you know, very aggressively trying to 
use sex objects on a woman in a hotel room and uh, inviting them in and et cetera, et cetera. And he's married and he has kids. It's a big scandal, big scandal on, on a much smaller scale, but uh, still happened the same week. Look, you can criticize them for their creepiness, right? Yeah. But Weinstein, for all his creepiness, I, I don't think it's fair to criticize his work as being uh, safe. Because he's behind a lot of independent movies. Miramax. Miramax is behind Pulp Fiction and Clerks and Sex, Lies, and Videotape. And- Those are all great movies. So what's your great point? Movie. Well, I mean, you're saying that he's not an executive producer. He is. He is an executive producer. So, okay. And he's not He's not just ramming boring shit through for I think audiences. if you were to talk to, like, Tarantino and say, what was it like working with Weinstein? He would say, basically, I had the creative vision, and I had to put, I had to basically negotiate with Weinstein every step of the way. You think so? I think, I think, in that, I think in that yeah. case, though, I think Weinstein just gives Tarantino money. He's like, hey, do do your thing by now, because yeah. because that, that's like not a, back yeah. in the nineties. Now right. that Tarantino is Tarantino, it's like, yeah, you let him do what he wants. But my question, okay, yeah. if this mm-hmm. was back in the day and it was Walt Disney, right? Yeah, and it was Walt Disney it was the guy that was accused and, and all that stuff. Should Disney movies win awards? I mean, some would say Disney was a problematic individual. Walt Disney? Yeah. What was his deal? Uh, I've heard he's not crazy about Jews. I've heard he may have been a uh, communist. I, I mean, there, it was the 1930s and 40s, dude. They were, they were well, all fucking he, insane. Oh. He, well, he, he wasn't communist. He actually he outed other mm. people that were supposed to be communist. Oh, he, he actually was, testified uh, in court against it. But the, the Jewish thing was real. Like, he heard that mm. one of the assistants was part Jewish, and then they, wow. like— Got fired or something like that, and then also he got he got in a lot of f- flack because he had a lot of employees that were underpaid, and they all started uh, picketing and rioting. They they're like, "Hey, we need higher wages. We need higher wages," and he didn't want to give it to him. Roy, his brother, his partner in crime, he goes, uh, "Walt, just go go to Europe or whatever." He's like, "Go to Europe. Uh, like, take some time off. Like, don't worry about it. Whatever. I'll take care of things out here." And Walt was in a hotel room when he heard on the phone that his brother had just given them all raises and had given, you know, given them what they asked for and ended up, uh, Walt ended up trashing that hotel. Uh, cause he was so pissed off that come everywhere that he was getting <laughs> that's <laughs> a weird. So that's anyway, so, so that's yeah. a weird story. I've actually done a tell. lot of research. Yeah. On, okay. Uh, the part where so. he found out an assistant was part Jewish and fired them. That's, you know, makes him look really bad. The part where he found out that his brother gave some raises out and then he trashed a hotel room. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, look it up. Look it up. I'm still ready to watch Aladdin uh, tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not going to lose any sleep. I'm just saying that that was like the the worst thing. Well, anyway, um, anyway, that was a side note tangent over here. Okay. That was a great tangent. Let's, let's, okay. Which side are you on Maddox? (laughs) I'm on the side that yes, you should receive awards and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. It's because you think Weinstein, should should receive an award? That's yeah, based on this okay. fucking debate, I'm okay. not yeah. <laughs> saying I necessarily <laughs> what agree with this. You think but I'm what, what, what award should he win? You think he should be eligible? Eligible. He should be okay. eligible. Yes. Okay. eligible for his work. For his as work. in the work yes. done by his studio. Yeah, work done by his studio okay. and by look, himself personally. Look, and by himself. Well, sure. no, he's not. He's never going to get an award again. Look, I think I think for the individual, if you want to make that case, mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein, no, uh, you shouldn't give him anything except maybe a jail sentence. But let me ask you this. If you go to Subway, right, you get them to make you a sandwich. Are we talking about Jared now? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a great yeah, example. We are talking okay. about Jared. Okay. Okay. Subway okay. Let's talk about eligible. You go to, yeah. you go to Subway. Mm-hmm. All right. True. You have the sandwich artist behind the, the counter. Yes. Make you a fresh tuna, tuna sandwich mm-hmm. with all the fixings and everything. They hand it to you. You eat it. Tastes good. You enjoy it. 
should you enjoy that art that that sandwich artist made for you just because, or, or should you say, no, I can't eat the sandwich, I can't enjoy it, I can't enjoy your work of labor anymore because uh, your your spokesperson's a pedophile. That's a great example. What do you think, Tremaine? That is a good example. That's a yeah. very good example. Well, some people would say that a company is as good as a spokesman man or woman. So if the spokesman or woman is messing up, then that whole company's messing up. So. Oh, so you can't enjoy that sandwich? You can no. eat that sandwich? It's no. Not taste Give it to good. a homeless man. What, why would you even on, buy feed, it in the first feed place? Feed the hungry. There's so many pe- homeless people in LA. Can you, you can't buy a sandwich not made by a pedophile spokesperson? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I should hope. I should <laughs> hope should, it shouldn't be should too hard to find guy, a Should the homeless guy enjoy a pedophile sandwich? Yeah, <laughs> like a pedo listen, sandwich. By the way, that's a not a hold on. It's a bad equivalence because um, Jared is not the fucking exe- uh, executive that producer is a good point. of Scrubway. That is a good point. But he's the, the face. Right, of he's Subway. the face, just yeah. like. Um, the fucking Jim Carrey is the face of the mask, but um, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Is the Harvey Weinstein the mask, is yeah. is the face you never see. He's just the name at the beginning. Is the name? Should um, the name be changed? That's my question. Ooh. I think I they think will. They're gonna, they're gonna wanna change. They're gonna it wanna now. change yeah. it. They're gonna change everything. I think. Mm. I mean, this this brand is dead. It's kind of dead. Yeah. It's dead. It's toxic. It's dead. It's the. It's over. There's no more. There's gonna be no more. Miramax, Weinstein, Miramax company. There's going to be no more Weinstein anything. They're going to scrub his name from everything. That's crazy, man. Mm. Yeah. I mean, to... it makes sense, but like. I mean, they 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 probably should, but does that make him ineligible for awards? Let's yes. say you're a, let's say you're a sculptor. Let's say you're Michelangelo. Yeah. All right. You just made uh, what's his famous sculpture? The David. Michael. The, the David. The, the, yeah, the David. David. Yeah, David. Yeah, David. David. Yeah. yeah, David. You know, it's it's Little beautiful. Little Dick it's David. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor David. Poor David. So you mm-hmm. so you make you make this amazing sculpture and then someone comes out and says, "You know what? I'm accusing you of sexual assault." Do the museums go and then take all that shit down? It's a good question. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we, we would have to throw out so much of our art, you know? I mean, we would have to throw out so much of our music, the classical composers of the of yesteryear, many of them were horribly, you know, bigoted and and anti-Semitic and racist. I mean, it was yeah. That, a lot of people I, enjoy their art. That's, see, that's the thing, though. It's like, it's like, well, do you throw it away or do you just not give it any awards? You know, what I mean? yeah, that's, 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 that's an a important bit distinction. Different. Correct. Yeah. That is an important distinction. Right. That is the debate that we're having. Do you do you throw it away or do you not give them awards? Now, I believe. Okay, so speaking of Walt Disney, we talked about earlier. Uh, there was that movie Powder that came out. Uh, I think in the in the nineties, and one of the actors in it was a, uh, I think a convicted pedophile or accused of pedophile. Like he had had sex with a thirteen year old or something like that. Like Roman, real, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's a perfect example. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, Roman Polanski won an Oscar after he was accused of pedophilia and oh. fled and fled the country. And not only that, he got a standing ovation when he won. Mm-hmm. So people were like, "Oh, this amazing piece of work, piece of art. I love this. Polanski wins or whatever." Polanski wasn't even there cuz he couldn't be there cuz if he was in there, he'd be in, he'd be arrested immediately, which he hasn't been back to the United States since. Yeah. But he won an Oscar after he'd done some pedophilic And, and you know what you know what's really interesting and what what kind of pisses me off about Hollywood is this fucking double standard Oh it's such a bullshit. complete double double standard Because oh because God. not even I think just 2 years ago they gave him a lifetime achievement award too Didn't they That's they get, insane that yeah. is literally insane but if it was someone else or if it was someone on like the right wing or whatever completely ostracize them all like say that they're the worst that they're Hitler or whatever it is 
Well, and, hold on. Uh, in this case, we've got Weinstein, who is probably no right winger, and he's being, you know, properly condemned. So how, how can you make well, it Well, some thing? people are arguing that they're not condemning him enough, like oh. uh, uh, like Hillary Clinton didn't condemn him or whatever. Or, I, I, I don't know. Oh. There's like a lot more to it. But I guess they weren't ostracizing him as much as they would if it was if it was uh, someone else. I mean, all the big Hollywood liberal actresses have come out very strongly against him. And to the point where they're even coming out very strongly against people who knew about it and then didn't come out strongly enough. Like, for example, Ben Affleck on Twitter, I guess, uh, wrote the statement saying, you know, we should support women. We should believe them. We should trust them. We should uh, make a better world, better environment to, to live in, et cetera, et cetera. And Rose McGowan, I think that's the actress, called him out for it, saying that you came to me. And when I talked to you about this shit, you came to me and you said, oh, fucking Harvey's still doing the shit. I told him to knock it off. Now, what that does, now, I don't think Ben Affleck meant for this to come across that way, but what that does is it implicates Ben Affleck in knowing about the so shit. he's almost as bad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because now, then, then the question is, well, hold on, Ben. What did you know, and when did you know it? Because if you're telling this to Rose McGowan years ago, and I think, is it Rose McGowan? I don't remember the actress. Yeah, I think but, it was. Yeah. Yep. If you told this to her years ago, and you didn't do anything about it, then you might be partly responsible for this like if you see the shit happening and you're not doing anything about it you're kind of fucking responsible and, and that's what's tough when you throw a stone like that you know what i mean like if you throw a stone you might as you, you better be like squeaky clean because people are like wait who's this guy saying because you kind of knew about this whole situation so why are you you know well so I, and then shortly after that some people looked into ben affleck's past and now they found an old mtv video clip where he was on trl live the total request live show and there was a 19-year-old model on the show, and I guess he groped her. And there's, like, footage of this or something like that, and all the stuff is coming out but that, that, like, happened, I guess, 20 years ago or some shit. So now, I mean, this the fallout from this whole Harvey Weinstein thing may be bonkers. We, we, <laughs> we, we're not going to see the end of this ripple for a long time. But back to the debate. Should these monsters still be eligible for awards, for their work, for their art? No. No. Well, so we should punish everybody uh, attached to it. What about what about all the uh, the poor employees who had nothing to do with this? Punish, punish them. Punish them. <laughs> I mean, some of those employees legitimately may be themselves victims of sexual assault, not related to to Weinstein. So now you're yeah. in addition to them, or maybe they were. Maybe they got that job because he had sex with them, and they, what they didn't yeah, really want to. That's that's what I want to know is mm-hmm. how many people accepted his offer and now have a career because mm-hmm. they accepted this or offer. Or he threatened. He threatened. And, 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 and they, they're not going to speak up. They're like, oh yeah, twenty years ago Weinstein gave me this offer. Mm-hmm. Either like hook up with him and have a career or don't i and i and i took that deal so i wonder how many people there are I'm, i guarantee you there's well no i mean that's what that's what the article said the new york yeah. times article said that for decades he'd been paying these women off and so and i, I saw this comment this kind of pissed me off on facebook someone on my uh, maddox wall posted said if you take money after someone has uh sexually assaulted you or anything like that you're basically he's, he's comparing them to to prostitutes and i think that's really fucked up because the alternative sometimes, if you put yourself in the mindset of somebody who's just been sexually assaulted, okay, especially by someone who's rich and powerful and could end your fucking career, and he's giving you an option. Your option is to take some money and uh, and and stay quiet about it or to potentially try to fight it in court, have people doubt your story, 
have people doubt the the events that occurred, have people question your credibility, and then go through a long, protracted legal battle to just win something against this guy, which you may or may not even be able to prove. I mean, if you weigh the the cost versus benefit of a situation like that, you might be in the same situation where you might also take the money as well. I don't blame... I mean, it's fucking bullshit to right, blame any of these women like, for taking money. Right, right, right. Because taking the money is easier than just going to court, going through this whole thing, this loophole. Yeah, thing. absolutely. But, but I, I mean, it's very tragic. It's fucking awful. It's disgusting that it's happened. Yeah. But I mean, I understand the mindset of somebody who would take the money. At the same time, though, it, it's I see that as these people could ruin this person's career like sure. easily with throwing one stone. And and my issue is, is like, how credible are these sources if they're not credible? Because it seems like a lot of times if people would people come out of the woodwork saying like, yeah, you sexually assaulted me. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, this guy's a pedophile. This guy's or this guy's a sexual deviant or whatever. And it isn't the case, you know. I'll give you an example. When Prince died, okay, Prince died last year. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> I guess it was somewhere between six to eight hundred people came out claiming that they were their his illegitimate child, right? So Prince I mean, didn't. Prince, so, so Prince didn't have a will. He didn't have, you know, he's Prince, right? So people came out of the woodworks. Right to try and claim his money. Right. right. So it's like when you have power like that, you might and there's a little sliver of truth to work on. I guarantee you, there's some people that are out there. They're like, yeah, he groped me. I was at that event. I can prove I was at that event with Harvey Weinstein. Well, I mean, here's here's where it's a little bit different with sexual assault, and and this is the pattern I'm starting to see more and more again with with these cases that come out like Andy Signor and uh, Harvey Weinstein, is where there's smoke, there's fire. It's not just one person. Right. It's not just a couple of people. It's like dozens of women. And for them to all come out and tell very similar stories, corroborating with times and dates and events and other people, and even men like Ben Affleck, who was kind of uh, even tangentially related and just met Harvey Weinstein, he'd, he'd heard of these stories as well. Seth MacFarlane made a joke he may or may not have known at the Academy Awards in 2013 when all these women were nominated for a movie. They said, oh, he said, oh, now you can stop pretending to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and yeah. then and and there has to be some truth in that joke. So you wonder. It's like there, you know, a lot of jokes have a little bit of truth to them. That's why a lot of them are really funny. Well, there is that. There is that undercurrent. In Not Hollywood. saying that was funny, but anyway. Oh yeah, no, I, I I know what you mean. There's there's truth in comedy. Yeah, and so that's when when uh, Seth MacFarlane said that. I mean, you start to think in the back of your mind because there is that stereotype in Hollywood where people come out here and uh, you know they they have to work their way up the ladder and sometimes it's through sexual favors and things like that look i've i myself as a man have been propositioned in hollywood yeah yes wow yeah tell and us it, about that no i don't want to yeah, get tell into us, details tell us. Well, i, I oh, want to so get you're into enabling detail. the uh, predators <laughs> no no i've not been i've not it's nothing like that well we got to tell on these people there are opportunities that i've had guys or girls they're girls girls okay yeah girls were they attractive yeah, some of them. Yeah. So hot girls are offering you career opportunities if you have sex with them? It's one of those things. Well, it's not just it's not necessarily just sex, but it's it's one of those things where I know if I engage in some kind of relationship with this person who is very powerful, you know, as a studio head, as a producing a production company, etc., or agents or managers, like if you, if I do that, then I could potentially further my career. But it's I I I mean for for a number of reasons, I I didn't want to go down that path. But those opportunities do exist. They do present themselves sometimes. Uh, so that's that undercurrent in Hollywood that people think like, okay, this is something that kind of happens, and we joke about it sometimes, like Seth MacFarlane did. But 
How much truth is there to it? Apparently yeah, I a lot. Think McFarlane's joke was kind of like, yeah, girls need to kind of be nice to him and sort of pretend that they would want to hang out with him anyway. But that's not that's quite different than saying you need to have sex with him to, to have a career. No, but based on that tape that I played earlier, yeah, the, the tape. Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like not only was he propositioning them, but he was threatening them that if you yeah. don't. You're done. Don't ever talk to me again. And then and then there was a girl, I, I forget, one of these women who came out and she said that she very strongly was opposed to Harvey Weinstein's advances and, and he tried to ruin her career every step of the way. And just, I mean, these are, this guy, he sounds almost like a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Lacks complete empathy and puts his thumb on the scale to fuck with you every chance he can get. I mean, that's the hallmark of a sociopath, just a lack of empathy. So should he win awards? Should this monster win awards? So, <laughs> be be yeah. eligible. Should he, should, he, should he be eligible? Should be eligible. eligible. Yeah, eligible. So we're still waiting for that debate. So what, I mean, what do you got? I mean, is it, the fundamental question that comes down to this is, is art less valuable because someone deplorable made it? Let me ask you this, Tremaine. Yeah. Are you a suit guy? Do you wear suits? Uh, only in movie premieres when I'm premiering my movie. Rideshare. Yeah. yeah, nice suits. You like a nice suit? I do. Yeah, like a Hugo Boss? Uh, I don't know. I went to Hollywood Suit Outlet and mm-hmm. got a suit. <laughs> Those Hollywood Suit Outlet commercials <laughs> okay. are hilarious. They Hugo are. Boss. Suit, Hugo Boss, suit. yeah. Very well, nice, let me guess. Very nice suit. He was, uh, he's got a dark past. Skeletons well, in the closet. Hugo Boss mm-hmm. created all the Nazi uniforms. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Hugo Bo- the Nazi uniforms, they were very they were very trim. They were very stylish. cut. Very stylish. Very stylish. Fascists oh, tend to dress cool. Yeah. I mean, you can't spell fascist or fashion without fashion. Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, uh, Adidas and Puma was created by two brothers, both Nazis. Is that true? Jeez. Yeah. Huh. American Apparel guy, apparently, is uh, He's creep. kind of a creep, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah American yeah. Apparel. That's like, yeah, American Apparel. That's a great example. So should you stop supporting these companies? I mean, first of all, that's a that's an ethical question. If you if you want to stop supporting these monsters, but then there's all these people who buy into all these products like Nike, yeah, with Nike sweat sweatshops, labor, yeah, yeah, sweatshops. But Apple then, has a lot of sweatshops too. Apple absolutely and Apple <laughs> wins like tech worst. awards all the fucking time. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we can't get into this debate, but you can equivocate Nike and their labor practice in China with uh being Nazis. It's just not or, the same. Or or Harvey Weinstein. Or Harvey Har- Weinstein, uh, course. It's different. W- apples and oranges, but it's kind of similar. It's kind of similar. It's really well, not. The, the, the similarity is this these companies do win awards for their products, okay? And they are sometimes complicit in some heinous practices themselves. So should they not win awards? Like, should we, should we separate the art from the person who created the art? Right. That's the question. That is the question. Yeah. And so. This is what the Academy Awards is going to debate. Now, I'm very curious to see what the decision is. Actually, the day of this recording is when they're going to deliberate on whether or not they should make Harvey Weinstein movies still eligible for awards. Mm. So it'll be very interesting to see their decision, especially because they gave Polanski a pass. And yeah. uh, who's that guy? The um, the Nebushi dude? Uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen, yeah. Yeah. He knew exactly oh, who yeah, I was true. talking about. He, uh, what, what's, is it because, so he... It was, he married his stepdaughter. Right. His I think okay. I always thought like he adopted her, yes. raised her, yes. and then had married sex with her. Married yeah, her. married her and had sex with her. Yeah. He adopted her at an age when she was not legal. I think when she was sixteen, and oh. then when she became nineteen, that's when he God. had sex with her and married yeah. and married I think, her. I think Ted Nugent like adopted his seventeen-year-old girlfriend at one point. Really? I think that's so. so fucking weird. Ted Nugent. Yeah. Well, he at the time he was probably in his twenties, so it's he's not the like, dude. Yeah. He always wears the cowboy hats. Yeah. Creepy. He's from Michigan. 
That guy's nuts. He's he's a Detroit uh, loudmouth. Absolutely. Where are you yeah, from, yeah. Rucka? Detroit. 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 Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. And he's never heard of Bob and Tom, so I'm not sure if that checks out. Oh yeah. Well, why don't you let me know which station they're on? I don't know fucking know what the Detroit station. How the fuck stations. should I know who they are? I don't know There's... Bob or Tom. Yeah. Bob see? and Tom show. It's fucking these fifty year old guys <laughs> expect us to know all this shit. <laughs> I'm not. I know Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Yeah. I, now you've lost me completely. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. Hey guys. Speaking of tigers. How about Fuck Whales? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Today's episode is brought to you by Fuck Whales, guys. It's finally out. My book, this thing I've been working on for two years, two and a half years now, I think. Jermaine is holding it up. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, this book is, I think, wow. it, it's the book I think I would have written as my first book. I wrote The Alphabet of Manliness. Uh, it came out in 2006, and that was a New York Times bestseller. Huge, huge book, huge successful book. But and people come to my website for my writing. They've always followed me for my writing. That's what I'm known most for. I mean, I, I know I do the podcasting stuff. I do the YouTube stuff. I'm working on, a, a, you know, Twitch streams and uh, uh, animations and all these different projects I've been working on for years. But my writing has always been my bread and butter. And this book is some of my best writing I've ever done in my life. If, you, if you're a fan of my work at all, any of my work, Check this one out. I think you guys will really like it. I can't wait to hear the reviews. I can't wait for Send them to me on Snapchat. Send them to me on Instagram. I'm going to publish some of the best ones. Tweet them at me. I appreciate it as the pinnacle of literature. Wow. And that's that's exactly what it is. You guys are going to love this book. Fuck whales. I've only read a little bit of it. Um, it's really under lock and key right now. But yeah. well, by the time it's out, you guys got to check this book out. You can read. Blo- read you know, it. I got in an argument today about, with someone who said, Hey, Maddox. Whales are really majestic. You'll regret it when they're gone because they're going to be extinct. What's majestic about a whale? Mm-hmm. You know, anytime something's big, it's automatically majestic. <laughs> Do you even fucking know what that word means? Majestic? It doesn't just mean big, idiots. Well, don't whales, like, fly out of the water and do and squirt water in the air and do all kinds of majestic With Whales shit. also, whoa, they, like, whoa. call, they can call oh, hundred, wow. hundreds of miles away. It might even be thousands of miles, which is ridiculous. They can, like... Do their calling? I don't know what they do. Yeah, do their, they whale their whale song. Their whale song. Yeah, so let me whale, tell you. they do underwater whale songs Tremaine, that last hundreds of miles. I my mean, friend, let me tell you about whale songs. They okay. fucking suck. Right? <laughs> whale songs sound like shit. I'm triggered. Whales, Trigger. whales, whales can't sing worth shit. They're fucking. And by the way, it's not a what song. What Free Willy? Didn't, didn't like Free Willy, right? Um, no, I never. Let seen me. It. He's never. He's seen parts of it. Okay, but um, okay, when I true. think back of like <laughs> the biggest ripoffs of my childhood, I think Free Willy is probably the dumbest thing. Just whales are so dumb. Like I, I'm, I'm with you on this now. Yeah. How dumb was that? The the kid, you know, he's an orphan, or his mom is a fucking meth addict. He ends up in a I, foster okay. home. I agree. I agree with you. Forget Free Willy. That was a terrible, horrible movie. But I like whales, so I'm just gonna say. I like you know, like what? What do you I, like, I like about kill, whales? I like, kill, I like killer whales. They killer look whales. badass. They do yeah. look cool. They look, they look like badass. cows. They yeah, look like yeah. fucking cows uh, of the seas. Yeah, they Good are point. the cow of the seas. Yeah, that's well, what they call them. No, it's, you, no one calls cows badass. If you like how whales look, this book has a beautiful whale right on the cover. Yeah, this book on the cover. looks cool. Thanks, point, point being is it's going to get people's attention because people yeah. are like, wait a second, I love whales. Or if they hate whales, like, yeah, fuck whales. I love <laughs> this book. You, you know, know what's funny is that Comic-Con, uh, I had a bunch of stickers I was giving out for this book, and there was a number of people who came by and took multiples, and they came and did multiple trips, and they were in the fishing industry. And it's a bunch of bunch of salty fishermen and and fish <laughs> and fish women too. They came up to me and they're like, "Hey man, can I get an extra sticker for my friend?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." 
And they said, yeah, my friend will love this. Uh, he's a fisherman or she's a fisherman. Mm. And they are so fed up with these fucking whales <laughs> because they're always getting caught. Anyway, guys, check out the book. Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? Yeah, fisherman at Comic-Con, huh? All right. Um, there, were, there were some at Comic-Con. Yeah, okay, now you're talking, and now right off the bat, we know this is we're not off to a good start. Uh, listen, this is this industry's fucked up, man. It's like these fucking. Here's the thing. Here's the lesson to learn from all this shit. And we still haven't even grazed the surface of the actual debate. Should these uh, be eligible for awards? Because it was not discussed whatsoever. But <laughs> we discussed this, it. You're, yeah. you're talking. But uh, it was discussed, but not debated. Uh, listen, yeah, absolutely. You can't fucking take. You can, the whole point of an award show is: did this is this one thing better than that thing? Which one is the best? If the work of art deserves an award, then you have taken an oath, okay? You are a judge or a fucking uh, voter of a fucking award show. You have taken an oath. It's nothing personal. You need to give the award to that which merits it, even if it came out of Nazi Germany, even if it came out of Walt Disney, even if it came out... You're talking. Sorry. Even if, uh, like, no matter what, no matter who did it, you've taken an oath. But yeah... The, the lesson of Harvey Weinstein is that no matter how powerful you get, no matter how many people are kissing your ass, you can never escape reality. You fucking behave a certain way, it will catch up with you. And you know what? Even if these girls never squealed, even if they never snitched on him, deep down he would always carry it with him. He would always know that he just was never – he never had any game and he had to pressure these women and, you know, and that he's undesirable. You know, you want to get girls to voluntarily enter your hotel room. You got to have some swagger in this in this town. You got to you got to get got to have some game. That's it. You got to know that you're cool. You got to know you're the man. You know, it's a rucker wrap up. That's the wrap up right there. <laughs> was it? I'm sorry. Did well you done. Well done. Anyway, Rucka. that was really well done. Yeah, good it job. was. Thank you. You you all have the floor now. All right. Good job, Rucka. Good yeah. wrap up. And by the way, guys, I want to see what you guys think of this debate. What you guys truly believe i'm curious what the audience believes about this debate it's really interesting madcastmedia.com don't forget to vote on the website but anyway now it's time for some quick news headlines from around the web i got some interesting ones this week a mother has been jailed for refusing to vaccinate her son and now she's outraged that he's been immunized so they jailed her and then they gave this kid vaccines what do you guys think of that there's a little mini debate uh yeah that's a whole nother debate right there Wow. Yeah. I am 100% on board. Fuck the mom. Yeah. Okay. But I thought you hate kids. Don't you want them to get uh, devaccinated so they get sick or whatever? No, I hate kids. So, of course, I want them vaccinated. First of all, you're you're, uh, you're pricking them with a needle. That's hilarious. (laughs) And second- Second, they're fucking little uh, germ germ machines. Uh-huh. They're they're just p- walking. They can spread. Yeah, yeah but if they're living yeah, yeah, petri yeah, dishes. Yeah, yeah. If you've been vaccinated, then what do you care that you can't that's get not, catch it? That's not how vaccinations work, Rucka. Not- vaccinate? No, vaccin- <laughs> vaccinations work as okay. Again, we got Rucka Science Corner. I'm here. asking a question. Okay, so for vaccines to work, yeah. you have to have a, a certain threshold of the population to have them, so that vaccines work as a whole. It's like herd immunity. You can't just vaccinate one person or two people and hope that nobody... Because vaccinations sometimes don't work 100% of the time either. Oh, so that's why you have to have everybody, everyone. enough people vaccinated yeah. so that, you know. I, I think jailing is pretty extreme. Maybe a fine would suffice. Fine? Like, like give her a fine for like... Like a parking you know what ticket? I mean? Yeah, don't like arrest her. You know what I mean? Give her a don't ticket. Know, don't, don't arrest her. All these well, anti-vaxxers are just such a pain in the dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
They're from Michigan. A Michigan of mother course. said she she had a few. Of course. Of course. Ted Nugent probably doesn't vaccinate his kids. You know that guy doesn't. She said she had a rough few days after serving nearly a week in jail for <laughs> defying a court order to have her nine-year-old son vaccinated and then learning that he received several immunizations after she was locked up behind bars. Good. Mm. Moron. So he she had the warning before. Yeah. Okay. She had a court order right. okay. telling her that you need to vaccinate this kid. Now, look, guys, this is where I think the conflict of personal freedom clashes with government and regulation. Because if you have a child, you know, most people agree you should decide what's best for him or her. She says here this is a religious exemption. She's saying here it's against my religion. I don't want my son vaccinated. And then the the state said, well, tough shit. You have to. Now, this is one of those things where a lot of people might come down on one side or the other of the law. But there was a case in Utah not too long, I think uh, about six to eight years ago, where a couple was also, I think, either arrested or jailed because they refused to give their son treatment for cancer. They said, well, we don't believe in this. We don't believe in this. It's against our religion. It's against, we Jeez. want to uh, be exempt of this. And they said, look, there's a really high probability that your son will survive this cancer if we give him chemotherapy. And you're denying that opportunity for your son to get this treatment, which is going to kill your son. Should the parents be allowed to make that decision on behalf of their child? I think at that point, it's not in their hands. Like It should be right. in the doctor's hands or, or something. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what they decided in this case, too, I think. What was their religion? More, I think they were Mormons. Mormons. Christian scientist. Something. I don't know. I mean, it's um, in Utah, so maybe I mean, Mormons. With, but... with cancer, it's like so clearly life, life or death. Like If the kid's not treated, the parents are essentially killing him. So like it's a there's clearly the parents are committing murder if they don't give him the chemo that's available. With with vaxing and I know it's a little more controversial. There are a lot of loudmouths, you know, McCarthy, whoever the fuck, all saying that you know that that the jury is still out on on vaccination. So I can see why people would say it's more nuanced. But with cancer, it's like clearly life and death, right? I mean, is there a type of cancer that if you just leave it alone, it goes away? Uh, sometimes tumors become benign oh. uh, on their own, All but right. it's rare. I guess I'll go get some cancer then. Thanks, well, it's Thanks like for the advice. Bob Marley, Maddox right? is science corner, I think everyone. Bob Marley and uh, medicine. Steve. Medicine with Maddox. Everything I just said is correct, <laughs> shithead. <laughs> Everything I say is correct. No, it's There's not. There's a new surgeon general. <laughs> yeah. uh, vampires have scared okay. and triggered a mob into violence, and it prompted the UN to pull their staff in Malawi. Did you guys hear about this? This is an actual thing that's happening right now. 2017 is fucking bonkers. Wait, what? Van- vampires? Vampires. That's right. The United Nations has pulled their staff out of two districts in southern Malawi where a vampire scare has triggered mob violence in which at least five people have been killed. Belief in witchcraft is widespread in rural Malawi, one of the world's poorest countries where many aid agencies and NGOs work. A spate of vigilante violence linked to vampire rumors has erupted in Malawi since 2002, and at least five people have been killed in the area since mid-September by lynch mobs accusing them of vampirism. It is said that the mobs are searching for vampires, and they've been mounting roadblocks and checking people's cars for signs of vampirism if they're drinking blood, I guess. I don't know what other... Can we take this away This is on cars? our planet? This is on... Yeah. Have actually mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gangs of vampire hunters going around in Malawi right now. Where the fuck is Malawi? What else? <laughs> they, I guess they don't have anything better to do out there. Where There's is like Malawi? Nothing. Where is that? It's in Africa. 
right? Is it? Instead yeah. of Dog the ba- Bounty Hunter, it's Vlad the Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Vlad the Vampire? Yeah. I would watch that fucking... I would watch that show, too. Except it wouldn't be Vlad. Vlad it, is yeah, the Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Vlad would be the vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the... Yeah. Malawi, it's, a, it's an African country. Oh. Well, hey, send them some money. Yeah. But, you know, let's, let's make education uh, not, not compulsory. Yeah? Yeah. Is that is that their problem? That's their problem. They don't have enough socialism in Africa? They, they don't, don't have enough government <laughs> telling you how the fuck to live your life over there? You it's know all what? It's all di- no, dictatorial they, over there. I know, but they... they, they no, Malawi's... They need, they need science. They need uh, personal freedom. They need all kinds of good things no that one's you advocate learn, against every no single day. No one's going to learn that shit if they don't have to. No one's going to pick up a science book. Learn about why your balls hang outside your body. No? <laughs> no. All right. But I looked it up. I was actually curious what the yeah. literacy rate in Malawi, mm. and it's about 65%, which is higher than I thought. Yeah. Not too not bad. bad. Mm. Higher than I thought. But uh, but I, I found out that school in Malawi is only compulsory for eight years. So it's from the age of six until about 15, which is, uh, uh, you know, okay. kind of close. Maybe it's a little bit more... Um, it goes a little deeper than just are people being forced into a classroom. It's like, what are the values of the culture? Like, do they value science versus superstition? Maybe yeah. that's kind of a more essential thing. So maybe uh, government forcing people to do a bunch of shit is not always the entire solution to everything, is all I'm saying. But hey, it's just silly Rucka with the science corner again. <laughs> yeah. There it is. That sound means you just heard a straw man yeah, argument. It means Maddox is out of arguments. <laughs> Well, we are out of time. Yeah. Tremaine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, where can people find you? I'll link to all your social. Awesome. Uh, my personal is at Tremaine Hayho on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah. And ride share the movie. <laughs> if you follow Tremaine, you'll find out more because I guess we're all going to learn at the same time what happens to it, right? Yes, absolutely. So ride share movie at ride share movie. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly good. Thank That's you. A Thank you. Thank you very much. Good. That's that would that no that was a good because indie movies can be either yeah. hit or miss. Well, all really movies, the, all mess. horror movies all to horror me mess. are well, uninteresting. Right. Mostly, it's like who fucking wants to see another fucking irrational killer go around hurting a bunch of people for no reason? But this movie is funny and it's fucking interesting. It is interesting. I will echo those compliments. It, mm-hmm. it was. I, I mean for this to sound like a compliment, but it was much better than I expected, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because Tremaine hit me up like yeah. two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Yeah, let's talk about this. Tremaine hit me up like two days before the premiere. It's like, hey, man, uh, I need you to be in a bit part for this movie. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my back of my mind, I'm like, wait a second, the movie Rucka's in that's coming out, the premieres in two days? And I sent him some footage. It is like, uh, it, it didn't make in the cut in the uh, premiere, yeah, can, but, yeah. but, it, but you're saying that it may, may make it. It will make it. It will make it. Okay. It will, it will be in the yeah, movie. So that's Absolutely. why I thought, we'll I thought, what movie. kind of fucking fly by night operation is this? <laughs> and then I go, and then I go watch the movie and it's so well done. I think I think honestly, other than a few audio uh, cues here and there that you said you're still working on, yep. the movie was very well produced, very well shot, uh, very competently acted. Uh, this is an independent movie made by an independent man. No Weinstein behind it. No women God. were harmed. No women were coerced. Nope. That's right. Nope. That's correct. All professional. Mm-hmm. But apparently and, and, we're the worst and, audience. And talk about beautiful girls. Yeah. This movie is just, oh my God. Packed with Pass. babes. Yes. Y'all yeah. should have come to the red carpet event, yeah. the, the premiere. We saw Tay Zonday there. Yeah, Tay Zonday was there. Yes, Tay's a good friend of mine. We grabbed. He's a good dude. We grabbed. Yeah. A, we grabbed a bite with him afterwards too. I'm oh, great. We'll, we'll. We may have Tay on a future episode of the show. Oh, you absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk should. about that. But yeah. anyway, Tremaine, thank, rain. thank you guys so much for having me. It's, it was an honor to be on here. Absolutely. Thank it, you it again. It was an honor. 
Thank you to my top unit key grip deputy cadet moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. Thank you all for listening, but most of all, you're welcome. Hey, this is a message to the foremost academic. Um, I was listening to the Colt podcast, and I learned how to pronounce uh, macabre. I uh, thought it was pronounced as something like macabre or yeah. macabre. I don't know what I thought it was. But uh, to thank you for teaching me how to say that word, I'm going to impart some knowledge onto you. Castration is not when you cut off the penis. It's when you cut off the testicles. Mm-hmm. You don't you know, get any I more testosterone. You don't have a sex yeah. drive. And Maddox, if you had done that to yourself when you were younger, you'd still have all your hair. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Love the podcast. Uh, kiss a Nazi, kiss a commie, and uh, fuck furries. Huh. Mm. So all I have to do is cut out my balls to have hair? No, thanks. Yeah, I'd rather have balls <laughs> yeah. than hair. You, you can tell how yeah. big my fucking balls are by how bald I am. Right. Yeah. yeah. Balder the head, bigger the balls. That's right. Yeah. Smart. Huge, huge nuts. Suck them. Yeah. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's one more. You know, it's Utah, so I sort of believe that people are masturbating with Coke bottles and hot dogs, frozen or not frozen. Uh, but it's Utah, so I would think that they're probably just putting it all up their ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not too far off, That's man. That's true. Yeah. You Chicks guys, in Utah are all mm. into anal because they think they're virgins. Wow. Yeah. Tremaine thinking about moving to Utah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to Utah Saturday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. that'll be fun. Yeah, doing a screening of rideshare there. Yeah, oh, Sundance yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, actually, the is same, that really it? The same, not Sundance, but no. it's, it's a it's a theater. It's like down the there, street. Yeah. Which theater? We should mention this. We'll give them a plug. I don't know the theater name. You know what? I probably do. It's probably the Tower. Okay. On the tower. Uh, ninth and ninth, guys, go check out the Tower on ninth and ninth on yeah. Saturday. You may, I you may, may or, or may not <laughs> see rideshare there. Yeah. yeah, you'll see something. We'll, we'll be at uh, shots. Uh, what is it? The Shotties or Festival thing where everyone takes a shot of beer all at the same time. We'll be there in hmm. Utah on Saturday. I don't know. All right. So, oh, there you go. You oh. might be able to see Rideshare. You might see re- mm-hmm. me and Rucka in a movie. Uh, here's one last one. Also, to tag up the last one, I heard the problem with the Coke bottle is the suction. It gets suctioned up there because the lubrication and the tight walls. Uh, so I heard what they have to do to get it out is they have to drill a hole in the bottom of it to like release the pressure. I don't know if that's true. I would hate to have fucking, you know, fragment the glass in my puss. But luckily I don't have one or any glass. You gotta, is that true? Scientists drilling. Drill, you know, listen, vaginas are complicated. Okay, <laughs> got to like drill holes into the bottle now to get it out. It's like you ever wonder if maybe like the 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 female is actually like the the vagina is the real the real face is the the real purpose. Oh no! <laughs> I just mean like what? What if our genitals? What if our genitals are uh like who said that our 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 face and our head is up here? Maybe like it's our. It's our genitals that are actually what's running the show. Maybe everything else is just built around that. <laughs> I love I love these nuggets that get dropped in the tail end of each show. <laughs> oh man, Rucka Science Corner. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.